Thank you for welcoming us onto your screens or onto your headphones, depending on how you're watching this. I'm Eddie. And I'm Nikki. And this is The Rollback. And folks, today we're going to be talking about Choose or Die, originally known as Cursor. Uh, recently came out on Netflix. Horror film. Uh, it stars... Okay, it stars Eola Evans as Kayla. And then Asa Butterfield as Isaac. Yeah, uh, you probably know uh, Asa Butterfield from uh, Sex Ed. Yes, and I think he's also from Ender's Game. Yeah, that little psychopath. <laughs> he didn't know what he was doing, to be fair, the poor kid. Well, I was excited that he was there. I was like, oh, it's about games, and he was in Ender's Game. I hope like that movie. Uh, I You know, I would think I think that uh, the film actually opened up a lot of doors. We also have uh, Eddie Marsan playing Hal. Uh, the dude at the beginning, we'll talk about that in a sec. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, the last significant one, I'd say, would be Robert Ingvall playing uh, a fictional version of himself, though. Known as the terror director. He's kind of like the voice for Cursor. You probably probably know him as a... What the fuck's his name again? Uh, oh yeah, Freddy Goddamn Cougar. Cougar. Yes, that one. You didn't know who he was, right? I was like, oh shit, he's in it. But, okay. And sorry, I'm not too into the Freddy Krueger thing. But that just creeps me out. Uh, I'm it, not into horror films in general. Is it the part where like they masquerade with the veins? Ugh, yes. Yeah. I had a dream like that. You, I told you that one. Ugh, that... It's not cringe at all. No, it was cringe. <laughs> but, okay, the reason we chose to watch this one is because I like game-type movies and yeah. stuff like that, so it kind of worked in both our favors, you with the horror and me with the games. Well, also, I think it's because you like to try and figure the stuff out early on. Like, you like to be like, this is how they can solve it, this is how they can do this. Like, you like that. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you too, boo. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, she she mouthed it, um, but yeah. So one of those games. Also, though, uh, tell me if if you thought the same thing. Going into this film, I thought it was going to be like Bandersnatch, where like we pick the adventure and that kind of affects the outcome. Did you think it was going to be like that too, or no? Actually, I kind of did. I, I liked how it was played out, though, where it wasn't. But if it was, that'd be interesting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Netflix, you know how they had the drop in subscribers or their lowest drop yet? Yeah. Um, they're talking about doing more like Bandersnatch where yeah. it's like the choose and things because it led for people to subscribe and actually like rewatch. And that's how they go by um, success is rewatch of a certain show or film or whatever. Yeah. The hours. Mm-hmm. Well, they have another game out that's very similar. It's the trivia one, right? Like, I think you tried playing it once? The, which one? Yes. Oh, it was like uh, the Trivia Crack. You know that app Trivia Crack where you play different yeah. levels and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Choose or Die, though, was not that. No. Um, but, but potentially it will be. Maybe. I don't know if they're going to do a sequel. Um, but this film, so it opens up. The, the first scene kind of like sets the groundwork for the whole film. It gives us the ground rules. Mm-hmm. We have Hal in his man cave. You know, he's his wife and his stepson are arguing. The stepson is, I think, a bit of a creep and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then he starts off by being given a choice. You mm-hmm. know, do you want to leave? Do you want to go? Do you want to turn off the lights? Turn on the lights? And it's like, do you want a beer? And he's like, sure. And then a beer appears. And he's like, oh, this is awesome. And then the question comes up, her ears or his tongue? 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you do? <laughs> and that's where things start getting real. And like really gory. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your reaction when you what when he walked out and you saw that the mom had a knife and someone was bleeding from the mouth? Well, I was like, how? Okay, well, I get one thing where it's kind of like magic yeah. in a way, but this is kind of to where it was like they can control reality. Yeah, it's demonic. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, and then it just it presents you with all these impossible choices. Like, okay, get ready for your level two tomorrow, and then it's like, okay, his eye or her flesh, mm-hmm. this or this. Like, just like making you choose these horrible things. For I would hope his loved ones. I I know he loves the mom. I think mm-hmm. I don't know about the kid. But the whole thing too is that. Well, the whole point of the movie is choose or die, right? Mm -hmm. So, for a second, he tries to not play it, right? Yeah. He wants to end the game and then game over, but the game won't let him, right? Unless he wants to die. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But wouldn't the honorable thing be, like... To die? For him to die? Well, oh, but he got a choice, right? Yeah. It wasn't so much, like... That he got the choose or die, but he got to spread the the coding or whatever. Yeah, it's so when he gets to level, and it's in the opening credits, when you get to level three, you have the option. You can either make copies or continue the game. And he chose to make copies and distribute them. Well, for him. Yeah. Not anybody else, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's, man, it's, it's gory as all hell also. Like, they don't hold back. Like, this film is as bloody as you can possibly make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's when we get introduced to our two protagonists. Uh, there's uh, Lola, played by what, uh, Kayla Evans. Am I right? I think we got it backwards. Let me see here. Give me one second. Yeah, I think it's Lola, played by Kayla. Or No, sorry. Lola Evans playing Kayla and Asa Butterfield playing Isaac. So Kayla and Isaac, those are our two main protagonists. Yes. Kayla is a uh, college dropout. She's apparently brilliant with computers, mm-hmm. but she um, she has to work uh, to support the family. Her mother going through depression after the loss of her little brother. Yeah, a tragedy. Yeah, which Kayla blames herself for. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, it was an honest like mistake. She she bears the brunt of the of the emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, apparently her mom also deals with addiction, right? That's true. Like, uh, it was implied heavily, like, with the dealer outside their apartment, and then also the mom, like, uh, struggling with with trying to keep different things together, like, with herself. Yeah. Uh, so Kayla gets a cop. So Kayla goes to visit Isaac. He's one of those really retro kids. You know, he's was born in the wrong decade. He loves the 80s and the 90s. He has toys, games, and all this other stuff. He's also a programmer, though. Yeah. Um, and he is, uh, he comes, he found a copy of Cursor, you know, mm-hmm. the, the name of the Curse game. Uh, she still, she kind of borrows it, makes a digital copy, and she starts playing it on her laptop, you know, in a diner. Well, she had invited him to play it with her, right? Yeah, but he showed up late because he's he a workaholic. Stood her, no, he wasn't working. He was playing games at home. No, he was, he was, he was, he wasn't present. He was playing games at home. He missed the chance to have a girlfriend. Well. Also, it's implied, though, that he has a crush on her, but does she have a crush on him? I thought the op- opposite, that uh, she had a crush on him, but he didn't have a crush on her. No, he's clearly into her. <laughs> I think we see different sides, but it's like guys speak and girls speak, we see different things. 
Um, um, but yes, back to it. So she decided to play without him. Yeah, in the diner and fuck. Yeah, it got, again, with the easy choice. Like coffee or cake. Um, what else? There's coffee, cake. Um, what else? Food, whatever. Anyway, so it starts off easy. And then at one point, the poor, poor waitress has to start dropping glasses. Like just dropping them all on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Kayla tries to stop it by closing her laptop, but she gets transported to the other world. And when she opens the laptop, she gets brought back. Mm-hmm. Like she tries not playing and that's not an option. Yeah. Uh, and then she gives the hard choice to keep dropping glasses or pick it up. Yeah. So she chose pick it up. And that was where the poor waitress suffered. So basically, the waitress had to pick up the broken pieces of glass and the way to pick it up was to chew it into her mouth. Yeah, she's cleaning it up. Oh, that was so cringy for me. That actress was great, though, because, man... She was fantastic. Oh, God, it was so hard to watch. Yes. And then to go, like, into things, I was like, that's sugar glass, but she really made it look like she was eating glass. <laughs> well, she was in wincing pain, like, constantly. Yes, and then the blood pulling out. And then Kayla trying to stop it, right? Yeah. But she couldn't. The The game wouldn't let her. Yeah. Because it was the manager or whatever. Got possessed. Got possessed and tried to stop her like, ah, stop and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then she goes past him and then she tries to stop the girl from... Eating glass? Eating glass. But then she had to go back to her computer, right? Yeah. To stop it yeah. in a way. And then somewhere, at some point, she, like, blacks out and wakes up at home. But she wakes up to find the cops are there. And they're questioning her mom, like, you know, well, you know, she was at the scene of a murder-suicide last night. You know, Mm -hmm. some lady ate a glass. I just want to get her statement or whatever. Yeah. And her mom's like, what the fuck did you get into? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the adventure's off. (laughs) This film, it feels like it's from the 80s. Like, it's so weird, low, high stake and whatnot. How is it low high stake? Like, it's not like the world's in danger. Um, and we're back. Yes, we're back. Sorry. We're going really into detail in this one, I feel. Huh? We're, like, going through each of the parts. Well, there's only, like, five. And we're already halfway through. But it's interesting, right? Yeah. I really like this movie. Uh, and it's short, though. Like, it which was is crazy. Pretty it was short. only, what, an hour and 20 minutes? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, it could have been more, but I'm glad at the same time they didn't stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so she goes to Isaac and tells him, and he's like, oh, you know, that's crazy. I don't believe you. Um, no, she thought it was a dream initially. Or it's like she kind of tries to write it off. But then that's when level two kicks in. Mm-hmm. She's at work when the computer comes on. She doesn't have her laptop with her. It just appears. Mm-hmm. And that's... And I like this, that it was an escalation. Every time Kayla plays the game, there's an escalation in what's going on. Mm-hmm. First time around, it's a stranger. Second time, it's her mom. And also another thing. I kind of thought that we had the game figured out. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, okay, you... Basic, it's like, it gives you a question, and then you have to like choose between two, right? Yeah. But this was like, it made a game within the game. And yeah. it was of a, her mom... Trying to dodge a rat. And this like demon rat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or monster rat demon thing. Yeah. Trying to catch her. And But the audio was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like you heard the, the gnawing, the scratching and everything. Like it was, it was like, it sounded scary. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then she's trying to coordinate, trying to get her mom out of there. She's freaking out. Because, I mean, put yourself in your position, in her position. You're listening to your mom freak out, screaming over the phone that she's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. At one point, she even says her goodbyes. Like, Akila, I love you. I'm so sorry. You know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's bad. Okay, but for me, too, I thought, like, how are they going to play this off? Mm-hmm. Like, the mom was going to end up either dead mm-hmm. or if she was alive she would be like this rat thing chased me like how does that frit frit within reality i mean i don't know how that's probably why she ended up in the hospital the man it was scary and then she was trying to save her mom yeah. but somehow the rat would always catch up with her right yeah and she would have to tell her to run and she was on the phone and choosing at the same time it was it was stressful stressful and then at the end, she has to. She tells her mom jump off. She's on what the second or third story? I think the second story. But like her legs snap in like the worst possible way that they could have. But she lived. She lived. We didn't think that she lived. Yeah. We were like, dang it, she died. Yeah. But it. You made the point. Well, do you want to be like eaten alive by a rat thing that might take a while or a sudden death kind of thing? Right? Yeah. So I guess it was the obvious choice. Sad. But yes? Yeah. It it was a smart option of the two. But she ended up alive because she was at the hospital. But the mom didn't, like, (laughs) mention the rat too much. Or she wasn't, like, distraught by it. Well, no, remember, she was out of it. The mom was out of it the rest of the film until the very end. Well, my whole thing was, like, um, I thought the mom was on drugs. Yeah. Because it kind of implied in the beginning with the guy... And so she kind of played it off like, oh, that was a real bad trip or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was my thinking. Yeah. And so she's like, man, killer rats? Like, that's a new one, you know? Yeah. Well, also, how do you explain the fucked up apartment? Yeah. (laughs) But she didn't see it. She was at the window. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, also, I was thinking maybe that's why, because, spoiler alert, uh, we're going to, I'm going to jump forward for just a quick second. She wins. She beats the game. Um, but I wonder if maybe that's how well, one of the reasons why the game decided that she was worthy because she was able to think outside the box. Because I think you and me would both be like, okay, fight the rat or like run around to escape or whatever. But she thought outside the box. She's like, fuck it, go for the window and jump. Mm-hmm. Like she thought outside the box, and her mom lived because of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's a reward or whatnot. I think you kind of wait in a messed up what messed up way. It was kind of a cheat code. Right? Yeah. Because the whole thing was like, choose what room or which path to go. Yeah. And the window was never really a path to go until it was like the last viable option. Yeah. Yeah. She had to find a way to beat the game. That was interesting. And you and me didn't think about it. We both thought, oh, she can fight it or she can go around it or something. But not you or me didn't think to go for the window. Mm-mm. Um. But so her mom's in the hospital. She goes to visit Isaac. Isaac initially doesn't believe her. Um, they do go through the code, though. They find out, okay, there's something that's demonic about this. And they decide to go looking for the for the source. Mm-hmm. And they find it. They find out that this... And this is the part where they do the testing, remember? Where the guy's like these demonic symbols on the computer, you know, type so-and-so. And it lets you control the other person. Uh, I thought... Um... We were getting to the doors first, though. No, the doors happen right after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so right after they figure out, you know, who this killer is or the guy that designed the game, mm-hmm. uh, round three begins. Mm-hmm. And that's when she's initially forced to choose between two doors, red and blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the part where her and Isaac's adventure kind of starts off. Yeah. Well, they, they had to pick between two doors, right? Yeah. 
But one door, it was the blue door, right? I think, if I remember correctly, they were going to go with the blue door. You never picked the red door until... But he listened in to the blue door, right? Yeah, something said, come play with me or something like that, or right? come and die or something like that. Yeah. And so he was like, nope, let's try the red door. That red door just... And that didn't turn out any fucking better. Although, I would have still picked the blue one. Like, I would have... Well, that was me being like, it's tricking me, but then yeah. that'd probably be my demise. But well. it would know that it was trying to trick you and you would try to outsmart it. So really, it's trying to outsmart you and not think you by actually making it the bad door. Or what if, in general, it's a lose-lose situation? It doesn't matter which door you pick. It's going to be the same outcome. Mm. They were going to try Princess Brighton. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, once inside, Kayla's forced to confront a horrible, well, tough reality that, uh, you know, she was there when her little brother drowned. Mm-hmm. And she even said she turned away for a split second, but that split second was long enough for her brother to pass. Mm-hmm. And she's forced to confront it. And the worst and also maybe the best way possible, because she knows it's not her brother, but it's still hard to see the body. Yeah. Well, also, it's kind of like, I think she had to grow up. For her mom to mm-hmm. take care of her. Yeah. So she never really got to face, like, her emotions about her brother. So this was literally, like, facing the emotions that she had for her brother. Yeah. And, like, putting it into reality. Like, yeah. they, it was the pool. It was him. It was the laughing. And then she had another choice. Mm-hmm. Remember? She yeah. had um, to Isaac- choose... They end up under the pool, right? Yeah. And it's like foggy and you can't see anything. And Kayla goes in first to try to get the brother. Because mm-hmm. the brother appears out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then starts running and goes in the pool. And she's like, no, come back. That kind of thing. Which is dumb because it's like, oh, it's a trap. Yeah. But we're both like, come on. Maybe neither one of us would do it. But yeah. yeah. But Isaac uh, was like, okay. And goes in with her. But they both get lost. Yeah. Right? Like, they can't... They're yelling or looking for each other or the brother or whatever. And... But they can't seem to find each other. Right? Mm-hmm. But Isaac ends up attacked, right? Yeah. And then Kayla... What was Kayla's thing? She finds Isaac, right? Yeah. His body... Or, like, it's all passed out or something? She finds Isaac and her little brother, and she has to pick between the two who to save. Yeah. Uh, But there is a fucked up scene where she has to choke out her little brother. Well, she chose to save Isaac. Yeah. But I thought, okay, that was a smart choice either way. Because the game could have played it like, oh, you choose to save your brother, but he could attack you back. Or, like, he could be... Possessed, like, because he's undead, right? Yeah. Well, that kind of thinking. Yeah. But what about an interesting choice? I I would have preferred that. But, um, but okay, so that happens. They're trying to figure out how to beat the game. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, that's when Isaac is in trouble. Mm -hmm. And that's when they do the tape. Yeah. And fuck, that was brutal. The tape? Remember how he vomits out tape? The, the Well, that's later on. No, that happens afterwards. After they find out the guy or whatnot, that's when they're like tricked into like, you know, Oh, but that's after um, she chooses. 
Yeah. So she chose Isaac to save. Yes, yes. And then a, a day goes by because they're trying to find the place where the code was made or where the game was made. And then they find the place where that game was made and then they find the guy in the video right yeah. for VHS. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> how it was made and w- how he tested it on people and that kind of thing. Yeah. And you thought like, "Oh, he's honorable." Or, like, not honorable, but he was kind of, like, figuring it out. But it was more, like, he was a mad scientist. Personal game. Yeah, for personal game. That's all it was. So, once that was figured out, it was turned on them. And he could see them watching the video. Right? Mm-hmm. Through the video. And that's where you're like, oh, man, no. Because yeah. <laughs> you thought you were safe. And that's where Isaac gets attacked. With the tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, brutal, brutal death. He's, like, in a weird, like, time bubble thing. Mm-hmm. And she's forced to fast-forward it, rewind it, fast-forward again, and he's just dying. Well, she only gets two choices, right? Yeah. Fast-forward or rewind, but it seemed like a lose-lose. But I think if she would have chose rewind first, she might have won? I think, because the thing is, is, it didn't start to cut him. He didn't start to spew the vomit, the vomit blood. Until she hit rewind and then fast forward again. When it seemed like when the tape was first coming out, it was fine. But when it started going back in, that's when it was slicing his insides. Well, and because all the tape came out. Yeah. Like, it was just... It was not good either way. I don't think it was going to matter. It was a lose-lose. Yeah. But, I mean... And that's genuinely heart-wrenching when it's like... And he's dying in her arms. And then he's like, I did totally get you on DMZ. Mm. And it's like, oh kid. No, you didn't. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, so now she's all for vengeance. Yeah, she's on her own. Mm-hmm. And she's on to the big spot, to the big boss. Mm-hmm. Because she did pass through a level that way. Yeah. And then the next one was to meet... How? Or the final level, right? To yeah. To meet Hal, yeah. And how was the big boss? Mm-hmm. The guy from the beginning. Yeah. Um, But it was kind of a creepy way to it was- do it. It was weird, because I kind of thought they were going to be able... Like, they had a common denominator in their suffering. Like, we have both suffered through this game. We're allies. But then it's like, no, no, we're not. Well, it seemed like he took the opportunity mm-hmm. to, like, torture his family that way. Like, oh, you see how you sliced your... Your mom sliced your tongue, and you lost your eye, sweetheart. Like, yeah. I can do more. Fear me. Fear me. Because they were scared of him. They were. His family. Which is weird, but... Because I thought he cared. If he didn't care about them, why not continue the game? Like, if you don't give a shit about them, why why are you stopping? But you know what? It, it was kind of... I guess you had to infer a lot on that. Mm-hmm. Because my thinking was, like, you know how in the beginning the son and the mom were, like, making fun of him? Yeah. And then I bet after the situations happened and he, like, kind of saved them. Yeah. I'm using air quotes. Kind of saved them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot y'all can't see. Um, so once he saves them, air quotes, um, I don't think they were grateful. They were more like, how, what did you do? How could you? I knew you were worthless. Like that kind of thing. And then he was like, you know what? Bam. And then he went God complex on himself. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, he definitely seemed power mad. Mm -hmm. Well, and then this is the part where it feels like it was a weird message because, uh, at one point, he says, what about guys like me? Like, in the 80s, we were always the guy, the good guys. Why can't I be the good guy? 
and she's like you know, back in the 80s and she's like fuck the 80s mm-hmm. you know in retrospect if you look back at the 80s uh, most of the heroes are you know Anglo white dudes mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what yeah fuck the 80s they weren't as great as, as everyone remembers I think well my whole thing I referenced it to like perception mm-hmm. because I, I know this is a maybe a different decade mm-hmm. the 90s yeah. Cobra Kai yeah there's a new series on Netflix, Cobra Kai, and it happens to reference the Karate Kid. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious because it's like the bad guy was actually good, but he was just perceived as bad because of the perception. <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of like, wow, the good one in the 90s... Is an asshole. Is actually an asshole. Like, he didn't, like, try to confront him or talk to him. He was, like, fist first. Like, yeah. And at the same time, they could have just... Talked it out. Talked it out. Well, I'm always, <laughs> like, talk it out. But, you know, fist first, you know? Yeah. You're more like that, huh? <laughs> Ask questions later. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah. little side thing. No, but that's fair, though. Like, that's a fair observation. Mm-hmm. Um... And, but see, that's the thing, though. It never felt like it was getting to, like, you know, rich white men are the problem. Like, it, it was weird because I didn't feel like that was the message they were going for until she said that. It felt like out of the blue. I think that was his message. It wasn't the main ga- gamer's ga- uh, message. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was, like, his thing. His thing. That's fair. Um, and then they both are set to play the game, and it's like, who do you choose to die? Him, her. And then it's crazy because it's like, okay... The only way to harm the other person is to harm yourself. Like, it was a trap, but they figured that out pretty quick. So, it's like, oh, okay, I need to hurt myself to hurt beat you. Yeah, and it was kind of funny, too, because the son started out trying to help The him. dad, yeah, by shooting the girl, but he ends up shooting his own father, sort of. Yeah, and, but the wife catches on and tries to shoot her to kill him. Yeah. Because she's like, forget this guy, I gotta get rid of him. Fuck and this like, guy, yeah. I couldn't do it. Um, and I think at one point she gets shot, stabbed. They both get beaten. Uh, and then the last thing was drowned? Yeah, he shoots her. No, he slices his own throat to slice her throat. But at the same time, she drowns herself. But she's like, cool, dr- die first. Yeah, that was the whole thing, right? But she drowned first before she bled out to death. That's fucked up. But I mean, kill? suffering, I guess. Or before he bled out to death to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she lives, he dies, and the mom's like, you know, we'll pick up the pieces, like, you go. Like, you need to get out of here. Well, isn't that the message? You live... Well, that's the gamer's message, that you live through suffering? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, that's like Dark Souls shit right there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, no, okay, look, of the two of us, Nikki is by far the bigger gamer of the two of us. It's not even close. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> If I had more time, I would. I, I love you. I love you, too. It's okay. I miss Red Dead Redemption, too. Oh, so boring. I love that game. Anyway. <laughs> but no, but it's true, though, right? In the gaming world, the more you suffer, the better off you, you go at the end, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the end, she takes control of the game. Her reward isn't money. Her reward is you can now use this game to your advantage if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Um, Which she does. Against Lance. Yes. Um, but the whole thing is, but that's why I think there's gonna be a sequel. Mm-hmm. It's because she's going after the previous gamer. The, oh, not necessarily the right? creator. 
Well, not... So they have a conversation. So after she tortures Lance, you know, her wounds all heal. She's 100%. And uh, she gets a phone call from the creator, the the dude who was in the who was young in the initial VHS, who says, so you beat the game. What are you going to use it for now? And she says, I'm going to use it on people that deserve it. Yeah. You know, he has made innocent people suffer. She's going to make bad people suffer. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe that she would go after him because she kind he kind of made innocent people suffer. Yeah. So, I found that something very interesting Mm. after the fact. The apartment complex where she lives, Mm -hmm. the office that she's cleaning, Mm -hmm. and the uh, the warehouse where they find it are all owned by that guy's company. Interesting. In a way, he's manufacturing the pain of everybody for his own benefit. What about now? So... Is he not in charge of it anymore? Or is yeah. he more like an onlooker? No, he runs the company, but he's also in charge of the game. That's how he stays so youthful and young. No, but like, okay, you know how she beat the game and now she gets control of it? Yeah. What's his thing now? He still controls it too. Now, now they both can use the power. And that's where it gets messy. It could. She could try using it against him, but I don't think that would work. Like, that's like a standoff. Or what if it's a false sense of power? Like you're saying like, okay, if... He owned the buildings, right? Yeah. Let's say he can hire bad people so that she seems that she's in control. Yeah. Like she beat the game. Yeah. Air quotes again. Sorry. It's possible. You're not wrong. It's just a matter of like what direction they want to go with. Do they want to go where like she's a good person using the game against bad people? Or is it more like she's going to be using the game against everybody? Or maybe she's going to go against him. Or maybe they'll team up. You never know. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so but yeah, the game kind of ends on the movie ends on the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Would you want a sequel? Yes, if they can figure out an interesting direction to go in. Mm. Like I'm always for sequels as long as like okay, sequels have to do two things: either expand the either expand the the lore, or go in a new direction. Toy Story Two expanded. Gosh. Uh, no, no, it's true. Ah. Uh, Godfather 2 went in a different direction. Like, sequels have to do that in order for them to be better. Okay. So, if Choose or Die goes in a new direction or expands the lore, I'm all for it. Mm, I like that too. Hmm. But what are your final thoughts on the movie? Would you watch it again? Would you not? Would you? I wouldn't watch it again, but you know how I am. I like to watch a movie once, enjoy it, and then... Call it a day. And call it a day. I think I wouldn't mind this film being on, being on in the background. Hmm. The same way we watch Try Guys in the background noise. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind this film being background noise. Well, let's say they make a sequel. I would watch it again. Oh, hell yeah. Or like, let's say we invite friends over and they haven't seen it. Yeah. We'd watch it. We'd watch it while we play games. And it's like, uh, uh it could be worse. What would you guys choose? Uh, uh. Um, I think, oh, one more interesting thing, though. Mm-hmm. This movie got review bombed. Like, really? bad. Why? It's at 23%, I think. Why? Everyone's bashing it. Like, Josh, Be- uh, Josh Bell from uh, Comic.com said, it's boring, it's unoriginal, it's like, it's being bashed so hard. I really don't understand why. I, okay, I have a theory. Okay. Most of the people bashing it, I can assume, are in their 30s or, like, 40s, right? Like, the reviewers. So, 80s. They're 80s kids that are bashing something that's bashing their their childhood. Because remember, she says, fuck the 80s at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie very clearly makes an argument that the past is the past pop culture is not as great as you, everyone thinks it is. Well, okay. You kind of go into the notion that um, 
Well, I guess all sides could watch it. 80s, 90s. Yeah, anyone can watch this Anybody. Film. Yeah. But, um, or early 2000s, right? Because she's pretty young. Yeah, she's... she's like 16, 17? She's, she's a college kid, so she's probably like 18, 19. But she, 18, 19. she's a 2000s baby. Yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I don't think this film deserves to be review bombed. I think it's actually pretty good, especially like for it being a Netflix film, because mm-hmm. I know like they go through a lot of um, what's it called, where they go through a lot of films and projects and things like that, and some get a little wishy washy, and you're like, eh. mm-hmm. but this is actually a great movie to just sit down and watch. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, I looked it up. This actually. Um... Netflix didn't make this film. They just got the distribution rights for it. Really? Well, I really liked it. Yeah. It was made by some British company and they were like, hey, do y'all want it? And they were like, okay, cool. Well, I think smart choice. Yeah. I don't think it would have done like crazy at the box office, but but this is a perfect streaming movie. Like uh, The Lost City. The Lost City is a streaming movie. It's not a box. It's not a theater movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I um, think the same thing because Lost City was a little. Eh. Yeah. Sandra Bullock, not your best. Sorry. It's it, it really wasn't. We think you're hilarious. You're my one of my favorite actresses. But not this but one. But not this one. No. Mm-hmm. Um that's it. What, what would be your final grade on this film? Like um one to ten, A to Z or whatever. Like what would you grade this film? I give it a A minus. Really? That high? Yeah, that's pretty high. And that's because you won't watch it again. Mm-mm. Wow. I'm shocked. It was great. Great to see it the first time. Hmm. Um Weirdly like the horror, like it fit the gaming thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, just a couple things that I would have changed, but all in all, I liked it. Fine. Okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I gave it like a B. A B? Okay. It's good. It's not an all-time classic, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if there's a sequel comes out and the sequel's good, it'll make me like this one even more. But you're right. If they made it like Banderdash, I think it would get more praise. Definitely. Well, like, and I mean, a game like this, a movie like this is designed for something like that. Maybe the sequel will have it. Well, even, what if you could play with different players? That's like, true. Like, if you could play as Kayla, or Hal, or Isaac. What if the sequel is just, it's a completely new character in the game, trying to beat it again? Oh, that's interesting. And then in the end, that character meets Kayla, and she's like, so you're one of us now. And it's like her and the founder, and like, this new kid is like, they're coming out faster than we thought. Mm-hmm. And turns out Kayla's evil. Or something, right? Yeah. Or it's something, I don't know. I really like that idea, though. Yeah. You gotta pitch that to Netflix. Netflix, I'll write it for you guys. I got plenty of ideas. <laughs> um, do you want a... I got an idea for a movie where Santa Claus is trying to find a murderer with a detective. Eh? Eh? Well, anyway. way to plug that in there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I have ideas. Uh, but that said, that's going to end it for this episode of The Rollback. Uh, please like and subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. Go check out all of our other podcasts. They're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very wonderful content. Yeah. Aw, you're my number one fan, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I love you, boo. <laughs> Sorry to get gushy, guys. Hashtag sad. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag? No! I'm sorry about the hashtag. No. Uh, catch you later. I've been Eddie. And I'm Nikki. And this was The Rollback. Thank you. Oh, wait, I need to say this part. With a reminder to um, adopt, don't shop. There we go. That's a positive message. Yeah. Adopt a puppy. Don't shop. Adopt. We have two adopted little bastards right here with us. They're wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.